0: Put your little hand in mine, there ain't no hill or mountain we can't climb, babe, I got you, babe, I got you, babe. Good afternoon and welcome to 48 Shades of Football, Korea's premier uh, K-League football podcast in English by two guys who are rarely drunk anymore. Yeah, yeah, well, we're really the drunk during the podcast. That <laughs> should be noted. We still
1: have the same level of drinking habits, but we don't do it during the podcast. Although, I guess, were there any hiccups last week when we did have a couple of beers? I may have had to edit out the old hiccup <laughs> or two. <laughs> uh, yeah, so maybe, maybe it's a good idea that, that we just stick to doing them uh, during during working hours. So, Paul, that, that was a very... Obviously, Paul is... Paul and Mark again, as usual, but no more Phantom these days. But uh, that, that was a very interesting uh, intro music. Um, Did you recognise it? Uh, I recognised it as being, I believe it was Sonny and Cher. Yep. Has uh, it got to of with Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton? <laughs> and their duet during the week, no?
0: No. So what's the reason for it then? Uh, so that was used as one of the main themes from the, the film Groundhog Day, where Bill Murray wakes up in the same day over and over again until you can figure out how to shag Andy McDowell you know what I feel this podcast is like that I feel like I wake up in this podcast every day thinking how can I get out of it you have to make me fall in love with you and then everything will be fine okay so next week we'll be talking about what <laughs> okay so 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 Groundhog Day good movie yeah. uh, relevance to football uh, Korea played Iran and the same result for the 6th sixth, sixth time in a row, 5th time in a row Um. Exact same score line.
1: Yeah, something like that, right? Yeah. I think
0: like five out of the last
1: six games anyway, or something, have like, ended like one nil. One nil, and they've had four draws in the other games, or something crazy, right? One nil to Iran. Have they actually, have they actually ever scored in
0: Tehran? Uh, I think they may have got one each draw at some point, right? Maybe I, I didn't look at the head to head when it was available, yeah. but but, uh, but
1: yeah, so another another defeat uh, for the Korean national team. Um, we should probably start by recapping what happened in the Qatar game. I think we were we had
0: just finished the podcast, b- before full time, I believe, right? Uh, I think we f- well, we finished recording the podcast. It was about half Yeah, time. It right? was uh, one all. I think when we finished. Uh, and at that point, in time we were talking about
1: Sebastian. Sorry. Soari, who I think someone else was talking about during the week as well, but I guess we'll get to that. You really, obviously, listens to the podcast. He does indeed. <laughs> yes. Um, so basically, yeah. So, so, so that that game finished a victory for for the Korean team, three uh, two. Although you could have argued that Qatar Qatar deserved a draw. They then flew out to Tehran, uh, got broiled in some pre match uh, handbags for arriving at the airport wearing masks, which the Iranians took as being offensive, to which it it was amazingly defended online by the Korean Twitterati, by posting photographs of them in masks in China, Malaysia, (laughs) Thailand and London. It doesn't matter, guys. The fact is, like, you know, why are you arriving in foreign countries wearing masks? I don't really quite get
0: the. But they the should point have done this photograph and wearing masks arriving back at Incheon after. after
1: <laughs> yes, because if there's anywhere with bad pollution, it's probably there,
0: right? I have heard that the uh, pollution in Tehran, Tehran does get pretty bad, but apparently not on that day.
1: Yeah, and I don't think it was. I don't think they they have to arrive in every single. Away, country wearing wearing masks to protect their their, their precious little breeding systems. The but any, anyway,
0: the only other people that do that are, are normally people who've uh, committed some crime and fled abroad, and they're returning back to be arrested.
1: Yeah, well, you, you could say there's quite a lot of Iranians I see on TV wearing masks. But anyway, um, that's a different issue, I guess. But so yeah, so so that was the beginning of the of the problems. Then uh, the Iranian FA the Iranian government, I'm not really sure who it was, asked for the game to be moved.
0: Because it was... the clerics, right? Yeah. The clerics asked the Iranian FA to...
1: But the Iranian FA asked,
0: like,
1: yes, yeah, so they were yeah. pressured into it. Yeah.
0: Uh, because it was the first day
1: of the Shia religious festival. Yeah. Um, there was banners of, like, uh, Khomeini... I forget his name now. Hussain. Hussain, yeah. Like all, over, all over the stadium and stuff. It was, it was quite surreal to see Um, so when the game wasn't moved the Iranians then asked all the fans not to celebrate not to sing and asked the Korean fans not to celebrate and sing um, and wear red and not to to wear anything colourful yeah and then apparently someone else has tweeted that red is apparently the the colour of the cleric a cleric who was killed and it was really offensive and and a whole bunch of stuff so there was a whole lot of like um, pre-match drama uh, that's it
0: uh, did you watch the game yourself? Uh I watched the first half. Yeah, me too. Uh, decided the second half wasn't worth staying up for.
1: Yep, it's exactly the viewpoint I had as well. So this
0: is a, this will be like a really short podcast then. Uh, so basically it was one hour half time. It's a bit odd because I'm, I'm sure when I checked Soccerway in the morning or my, my score score app it said the kickoff was at ten forty five. Yeah, but it wasn't, it was eleven forty. And at some point during the day they updated to 40 and yeah. I was like, bugger.
1: Yeah, I stood up to 10.45 as well, so I thought I could watch the whole game. Yeah. But I was starting work really early, so yeah, I gave up one half. Um, and um, yeah, it was a, I mean, the Korean team, I didn't, I didn't think, as we said during the podcast last week, I didn't think they were particularly impressive against Qatar. And I thought they carried on that less than impressive yeah. performance against Iran, who are by far their toughest opponents in the group. Uh, but they looked spineless, for what of a better word. They looked like England. Yeah.
0: Roy Hodgson's England.
1: And they looked like Gordon Strike in Scotland. Actually, maybe oh, I that's... not go that far. See, Maybe that's what we were watching, was it maybe you were watching England's Slovenia and I was watching Scotland's Slovakia. But um, either way, uh, they were. it was a pretty poor performance in the first half. They were less than some of their parts, weren't they? Yeah. Iran had the ball in the net after about 10 minutes, or within the first 10 minutes, but the ball was chopped off for offside, which was the correct... Decision. He was definitely offside. Yeah. Uh, and then they scored uh, thirty-five minutes in. A uh, pretty beautiful goal, to be honest. Although you, you could see that OJ Song, the left back from Gambo Osaka was heavily out of position. In the fact that he plays left back, but he was actually on the centre circle. <laughs> so I don't think you could get any further out of position. Uh, but it was still a good. It was a great finish by someone. Some Iranian guy. Some Iranian guy. I can't remember his name. Uh, but the ball was swung in and he did that kind of, that really now becoming hugely irritatingly common scoring goals But the outside of your right, you know, of your foot Yeah, It's kind of like, it's great when it goes in but when it doesn't go in it's kind of really annoying <laughs> But that was 1-0 half time At that point I decided to bid adieu to the football and go to bed uh, So when I woke up in the morning I was not usually surprised to see Well I was surprised
0: it was only 1-0 But I wasn't surprised to see that Korea didn't win Apparently, Iran or Carlos Quiroz is a big fan of uh, Kim hakbon Score one and then sit back and <laughs> see what happens. <laughs> but I guess it's when you're doing that against a team that, that has no recognised striker, that's probably a lot a lot easier. So, I think, I'm not sure if we talked, when we were doing the podcast last week, if we actually talked about Sebastian Soraya. Soraya we did mention him, yeah. Uh, cause we had a big discussion about his nationality, right? Uruguayan born. Was, Siri- that, was that on or offline? That was both, I think. I think it was online, yeah. So, uh, although that may have been cut out of one of the hiccups, I guess. But just to recap, he was basically Uruguayan. So we were th- we were originally we were thinking, oh yeah, they've got this guy in as a ringer, plastic Qatari, whatever. But actually, he turned out to be living there since two thousand and six or something like that. Yep. And he got national nationalized after about a year, and he's been playing for the national team for about ten years now. So. Yep.
1: And he's been offered moves to like move o- o- move overseas, but he he just keeps refusing them and staying playing. So he actually his football in Qatar. Yeah. So I guess he's not one of those kind of plastic, plastic kind of ringers, I guess, uh, like the Indonesian
0: team seem to have. And, and he obviously caught Uli's eye in, in that yeah, game. Yeah,
1: so like, the game was one thing. It was one talking point. I don't think too many people really thought Korea were going to go there and come back with three points anyway. But uh, that would seem to have been... viewpoint of Uli as well, who seemed to have not thought he was going to come back with three points either, When in the after-match interview, he said, no other Korean player has come here and won, no other Korean manager has come here and won, so why should I, (laughs) type of thing, (laughs) it was really weird, and then he said, the Korean youth system is to blame, because they don't have a youth system, or or, or a, a decent youth system. And then he said, we never pre strikers, unlike Sebastian Suara, who, if he was in the team, we might have won. Well, yeah, he's a Uruguayan Qatari. It doesn't work that way, really. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, why don't you just ask Leonardo to join? I mean, that, that, that's next up, right? You yeah, see the calls to bring back Aninho. <laughs> yeah. So, pretty strange comments. To name... The Korean youth system again when he's done this. Like every time he has a poor result, he blames the youth system. But he's been here for what three years now?
0: Uh, About that, yeah. About that, yeah. So why hasn't he influenced? But I mean, he does does have have a fair point that all these players they go through high school that's linked with a club and then they go off to university for four years and then they then they get around to joining like signing pro terms and playing in the K League, right? Whereas uh, I don't think many players in, in the UK go to university, do they?
1: No, I don't think so, no.
0: So, I mean, it, it is an idea that maybe they, they should skip that whole
1: idea of the university and become footballers, and that's their job, That that's their, their professional job. Because, I mean, in the university leagues, they are too good for, for who, who they're playing against.
0: The only time they get any competition is when they play in the FA Cup. Well, I mean, I if, if you look at um, Paki song right, who was apparently career University's best striker ever and he came to play for Seoul after graduating. he was absolutely shite. So he was clearly streets ahead of everyone else in the university league but still nowhere near being any kind of decent professional. Yeah.
1: So I mean he does have a point but my point is that when, when Hus Hidank, Gus Hidank, the whatever you call him, when he was manager, the first, the first thing he, he did was get rid of the whole old boys university selection for the team really um, he's been here for almost three years and just seems to be complaining and moaning and going and sitting like, taking freebies off of Keeley Classic teams while picking players from Japan so I don't really see that he, he has that much you know he, he can complain but he, surely he's in a position
0: that he, he can influence what the KFA is doing Plus he has to play to what he's got available right? Yeah Of course if you're a Barcelona manager you pick uh, was it Messi Messi, Neymar and Suarez up front and play a 4-3-3 or whatever. If you're a Korean national team manager, you don't have three strikers. You play a system that fits with what you have. But he seems to be trying to fit the, the players into the system, yeah? But, but talking about that, I mean, in the past you and me have disagreed about Son heung mins influence on the team. What, what do you think of him over these two games? Terrible. He scored against Qatar. Right, oh. <laughs> yeah, so we can bother, but I mean, so the G Don One does that mean say that, that uh, G One won is a twenty five million pound player for, that this should be in the Premiership? I saw an article written, I guess, by the Tavern guys, which was praising G Don One and saying that Street Korea doesn't actually lo- lack strikers because they got G yeah. on
1: One. Yeah, um, <laughs> I mean, I think it's all relevant, right? But I'm, I'm, I'm really not a big fan of Son. I'm not a big fan of Son. Before he moved to Spurs, I thought he was terrible. I can see that Pochettino, Pochettino, Pochettino is able to like, get him playing and and he fits into his
0: system. It's been on been on fire in the past month in the EPL.
1: Yeah. So okay, fine. I, I'm understanding that he's maybe not quite the overrated or sort of overpriced uh, striker that I thought, or player that, that I thought he was. Yeah. But still, I can. If you're basing your comments on the Korean national team, I think he's more of a hindrance than a help to them. I think. I don't, think, I don't. see what he brings to the crew national team at all.
0: I think uh, the Phantom would disagree with you because you know, the Phantom and I had a bit of a uh, an argument about this, where I said he doesn't fit into the system and he shouldn't play, and the Phantom said that he's the best player career I've got. He should play regardless. Yeah, uh,
1: but then again, the Phantom does support Ipswich. <laughs> so, we can probably swiftly move on from any football comments that he has. Um, no, I'm joking. But I mean, I think when you look at it. He is obviously a talented player, but he cannot play in the Korean national team. Now, that's either because no one can, can, can fit him into their system, or it's because of Korean expectation, whereas he's expected to, to score every game, or it's just because he is a senior, and maybe like you know, there's like some hierarchical issues there. I, I, I don't really know why, but I just think that for what he does at Spurs, and then look at what he does in the Korean national
0: team, they're, they're chalk and cheese. Maybe that's the, the, the players around him not giving him the, the, the service. So then that would maybe suggest that he's not quite that good then? Um, I think in, in the first half of the Iran game for sure, I think most of them were pretty useless. Yeah. So many misplaced passes. and.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it's, it would be unfair to just single out Son. I mean, Key was utterly atrocious uh, against Iran. As I said, Oh was out, was out of position. I thought, even against Qatar, I thought the midfield looked kind of pretty. Devoid of, of ideas. The Korean defence looks really ropey, really shaky right now. Quite, quite why they're picking the players that they're picking, that I don't quite get. But um, uh, yeah, it's definitely it's not looking good going forward for them. I mean,
0: they'll still qualify. You think? <sighs> there was. Uzbekistan are their main rival. If we assume that Iran are going to go out of sight now, then Mm. it's between Korea and Uzbekistan for second place.
1: And Uzbekistan beat China 2-0,
0: right? Yeah. Uh, Uzbekistan have got three wins and a loss so far. I think their loss was to Iran. They've beaten everyone else. Uh, They're up next in Korea next month. Um, It's going to be an interesting game, I think.
1: Yeah. I I mean, I would still imagine Korea will qualify. But yeah, you're right. I mean,
0: it's, it's definitely not going to be as easy as people might have thought yeah, They've had 3 2 wins against Qatar and China, who are basically proving to be the two of the worst sides in the group. Yeah. Drew 0 0 away well on a neutral ground with Syria, which was a disastrous result given that everyone else has beaten Syria, I think. Yeah, and then except lost Except China, who lost. Uh, and then lost to Iran. Uzbekistan up next, which will be the halfway point of the group. Have to beat Uzbekistan? I think at home they definitely can't afford to lose. Um, I assume they'll beat Syria at home. Uh, China just, well, the the Chinese manager quit after their latest defeat, so have to see how they rebound from that. But go to Qatar, should win that. Go to China, that'll be tough. Satisfied with a draw. Go to Uzbekistan. Six points off Uzbekistan and they'll qualify. Yeah. Basically, yeah. No points off Uzbekistan, and they won't. Yep. There you go.
1: You have it here first. <laughs> um, should also, just before we quickly move on, I guess, uh, we should also m- mention that Canada is coming to Korea yeah. t- to play a friendly uh, next month, I guess, in the, d- in the day that there's not, I guess... Yeah, yeah. so a Friday
0: night. Friday so night. I think it must be a warm-up for the Uzbekistan. Yeah. Game. Uh, they're playing uh, in... Chonan. Chonan. Yes. Will you go? I will go to that, yes. I think I'll make the effort as well.
1: I've never seen a Canadian football player. And after that 90 minutes, I still won't have seen a Canadian football player. Never seen a Canadian football player? There was one who played for St. Johnson, actually. Nick Dav- Nick Davison, I think his name was, or something. He was he, he was a Canadian. But he was a French
0: Canadian. Like your mate Ryan. Yep. Who, so will, who will also be going. And in fact has created a Facebook event if you want to sign up. Isn't he in, back in Canada? No. Is he back in Korea again? Yeah. He's <laughs> always back in Korea. I thought he was back
1: home for some reason. He sent me a photograph of like a guy holding up a, like, a salt tire. I asked him hold up a salt tire at a, a Montreal game. Yeah, I guess he was back for his summer holiday. Summer holiday. Okay. Anyway, th- let's quickly move on or we'll we end up still being here. and We can just briefly mention Son and Key criticising their manager. Very un-Korean-like
0: things. Um, I think, think Son cr- criticised the manager and... Very directly. Yeah. The key was a bit. It was a bit more circumspect. Foreigners think differently from Koreans.
1: whereas Son said you were disrespectful. I agree with Son's comments. I think he was completely disrespectful.
0: But the manager did behave differently to a career manager, right? Because I think that the comment was that in the past, when things have gone badly for the team, the manager takes full responsibility. Yeah. Whereas Deli was saying, Uli was saying, it's not my fault. Yeah. It's, it's everyone else's fault. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, I mean, I think Son. Son should probably have been calmer, and he he shouldn't have said what he said. But I can understand why he did. But I think it'll be interesting to see now, now what happens. You you have the manager up against the golden boy. Uh, there's usually only ever one winner in that competition.
0: Yeah. So my money's on Neil Lennon for the next manager. <laughs> so I mean, obviously, there's ru- there's a. Uh... Mutterings that's, that steal Uli's position. I mean, it, it was talked about that they'd already lined someone up to replace him last yeah, month, right? Christian Gross. Yeah. Uh, obviously, that didn't happen, but the fans are unhappy. The players are unhappy. So, presumably, the guy himself's not particularly happy. Although he'll be happy banking his money each month.
1: Yeah. But you imagine he doesn't. I mean, he's he's never really looked particularly that happy being the career manager to be perfectly honest. So,
0: um, the question everyone's lips is: Will he last longer than Strachan? Or uh, Southgate. Well he'll be first out of a job. Seeing as they're both playing
1: each other pretty soon. Uh, not not really in striking or or, or really in Southgate, but seeing as Scotland and England are playing each other in November at the same time. I think a defeat to Uzbekistan and a defeat to either Scotland or, or England will see both those managers gone.
0: Okay. Two of the three managers gone, if you you know what I meant. Yeah. Okay. Uh, just 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 uh, very quickly, uh, I think I saw Stevie on Twitter. He was very unhappy with uh, Strachan's performance. Yep. Uh, obviously, they had a bad two games this time around, drawing yep. at home to Lithuania, yep. losing away to Slovakia. Yep. But if you look at the table, it's not that precarious, right?
1: Not yet. But the thing is, we need more points. They are not going to finish top. Uh, I mean that's going to be Slovenia so we obviously know that okay that's going to be England right but so we need to finish second but with uh, more points you know what I mean to like because I think the way the playoff works is yeah. it's just like the eight teams with the highest number of points or something like that
0: so you think they'll be the unlucky loser the ninth, I think so yeah the ninth
1: second place team that doesn't Probably. get the, the Scotland that's the way it always is with us but we have to go down to Wembley now and get something, and that's going to be a huge game. I'll be needing to wear my kilt. You're more than welcome to join me
0: with your Beckham shirt. You're more than welcome. <laughs> I wear my kilt. <laughs> yeah, whatever. as soon as you let me know what my tartan should be. Oh, that's uh, you and you and Clarke. Eh?
1: Anyway, so let's move on. Um, so, did you take any any games at all of the weekend, Paul? Uh, I did not. I did. You went down to Ansan on Monday, like you were talking about. Uh, no. Some things happened, and I had to end up teaching. Okay. So I wasn't able to go. Uh, I only found out I was teaching on a Friday, <laughs> um, so I couldn't go to Ansan. But I did go to Show to watch Eland versus Gyeongnam. Uh, how was it? Uh, I met up with Matt Bins and Miroslav. Okay. Uh, shout out to Miroslav for coming over for his football radar analysis trip. It was good to see him a couple of times, uh, even though he doesn't know the difference between Yongdong and Seoul Station. <laughs> Anyway, Miro, it was good meeting you, uh, did again. You,
0: did you get him to update his uh, his uh, system?
1: Uh, I did, I told him everyone at Songham is shit, <laughs> <laughs> and Tehan is minus four, so that's what you'll see when he does his stats. Uh, so the three of us went to the game, um, but I can be really quick here and just say it was terrible. Sorry, okay. Dan, but it was, uh, I mean, Elan won 2-0, two, uh, two goals from Jim and Kew. He's uh, been in the scoring charts a bit. Back recently. on fire again, yeah. yeah. Uh, but the actual, there was no atmosphere at all. It was really quiet. Uh, we were actually, it was so quiet that we were told to shush by an agishi, so we talked a little bit louder just to annoy him. Um, and the people, the, the fans, that really did seem more more interested
0: in their pizza and their selfies than they did in, in the actual game. Um, so the Official attendance was one thousand one hundred eight. Yeah. Uh, coincidentally, you said that the Swedish hot guy, Swedish hot dog guy, is not there anymore. Yep. Uh, is he the chicken or the egg? Uh, I think he is the egg. <laughs> so, does that mean, he, does that mean he left and the crowds followed, or does that mean the crowds left so he he just stopped coming?
1: <laughs> well, as I said, uh, you know, at the weekend, I thought I thought it was surprising that he had left because he had scored more times at Jam Show than Belusso. Christ, we've scored more times in the championship. Than the Blues, so, <laughs> so uh, what was interesting was that Christian Danilash, yep the guy who I've been bumming up for ages, played and was honking. Um, so it wasn't a honking, but he was—he he looked a bit of a big, cumbersome lad, to be perfectly honest. He's doing well in the scoring charts, though, right? Yeah, he didn't play well that day. Uh, Tarabai has now is now sporting a ponytail, okay. uh, and that's about all I can comment on him. And yeah, it was—it was. I mean, it wasn't a bad game. It was just. The atmosphere was wasn't very good, so therefore, it, it, it kind of you felt that there wasn't a lot happening on the pitch. But Eland, we were in control and never looked like losing. Tarabai should
0: probably have scored, missed a couple of setters. Uh, that means that basically, Kyungnam, well they've still got a mathematical hope of getting into the playoffs. Yeah, it's it's mathematical. unlikely. it's really unlikely. Eland, six points behind now with four games left. Yeah, they're done. A um, bit
1: of hope. It's still mathematically possible, they can still do it, but uh, even with the Ansan scandal, or whatever you want to call it, I think it's unlikely. I think to, to the, the, the problem is that Busan just look like they're they found form at the exact right time. Yeah, uh, Busan went to, to Ansan and won 2-0 on a Monday night, and I think they're not looking like a... They, I think Elan played Busan at Jamshill... Uh, Halloween maybe um, and I think that's going to be the the big game if Elan if can beat Busan then yeah they can make a playoff but if that ends in anything other than, than an Elan victory I'm going
0: to say no chance uh, Putin had the week off which I guess given their recent form was probably good <laughs> probably was good for them yeah So uh, ba- yeah, in their absence Tego and Kangwon both won to yeah. nip ahead of them Yep. So you're looking at... The top of the table is Ansan,
1: but it's not the top of the table. <laughs> so the top of the table is Daegu, I guess, uh, on 63. Gangwon, second now, I guess, on 62. Uh, Buchon, third on 60. Busan, fourth on 58. And Eland, six points behind on 52. That's obviously not the actual rank. The Ansan are still sitting top, but...
0: We're excluding
1: them because they're not going to get them, promoted. Yeah. So in
0: terms of like the teams that are there... Um, Eland are six points away from a playoff spot. And if we look at going forward, we've got, what, four, four, well, five rounds left, I guess, total. So, Eland are away to Daegu, uh, before, then they have, Uh, let's see, and Puchon play Anyang, and Taegu play Taeyong. Yep. Then, Eland are away again to Chunju where Pusan take on Gangwon, and
1: Daegu take on Buchan. So I guess that's a weekend, a, a huge big weekend for the Eland, because yeah. if Eland can get a couple, can get a victory there, yeah. someone's got to give b- b- those other teams, right? Yeah. Uh, weekend mm. after that, uh, it's Pusan Buchan and again, uh, someone's got to give, and Seoul go to uh, Goyang Ziploc
0: So they got two easy games on the. On yeah.
1: Relative well easy games. Yeah. And then. Is it? And then I think uh,
0: it's... This is the last weekend.
1: last weekend. Yeah. It's Iran Busan on Halloween. So I might dress up as a chair <laughs> and go to the game. So, Dan, if there's a spare black seat at the top tier, it's,
0: it's actually me just dressed up. I'm actually there supporting you. Puchon got Koyang at home last game of the season yeah. to win the title. So if it, if it comes down to it, you've
1: got to say... Uh, it's going to be tough for Eland but if they can keep if they can keep winning and if things go their way in terms of Busan losing then it's in their own hands on the last day of the season ok
0: and where's where's your money on for automatic promotion my money is on Diego. they yeah. have the experience they're not going to blow it now ok
1: they, were, they made the playoffs last year they've been up and around that table since they went down they've been up and around the top they're not going to blow it now Buchan are going to get nervy. Buchan, if they beat FC for example, if they beat FC in the Cup, Buchan will blow the league because they'll be all over the place. Yeah,
0: let's hope that doesn't happen. Yeah, let's hope they don't blow the league. <laughs> OK. Um, I saw so, yeah. another piece of news in the, the challenge, some manager's been banned. Uh, yeah, I think it was a guy from
1: Nansan, I think it was. Uh, he got banned because he disagreed, he disagreed with the decision. And so kept his players off the pitch for ten minutes. Or eight minutes, I think it was. So he was banned. He was given a ridiculous ban, right? Five games. Five-game ban uh, for bringing the game into disrepute. Um, I mean, fair enough. If you disagree with a decision,
0: react. But don't pull your players off the pitch
1: for for ten minutes. That's just
0: ridiculous. And last five games of the season, basically. Yeah.
1: Uh, Crazy. I mean, when you need to influence... I I still think they'll win it. But when you need to influence your team you know, you could uh, go on and lift the title or whatever. Yeah. and then they threw the playoffs, blah, 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 and you're yeah. like sitting in the stand because basically you spat the dummy and you have a little bit of petulance going on there. Yeah. Not a bit crazy, yeah. Uh, I, I know that, obviously, it's uh, an issue close to your heart, yep. Paul. The like all season has been your wish and your hope that John Boog would get a 15-point fine and so would win the title. Yeah. Uh, it didn't happen. Uh, and I know that you were a, a little bit upset and but we've wiped those tears away, yep. we've, we've changed that nappy. Yep. Uh, but now apparently the Suho Shin and some other fans have decided
0: that the nappy needs to be changed again. Yeah, the, uh, the fans of seven different clubs have banded together and written a, a letter of protest to the, the K-League okay. saying that the nine-point t- deduction's not enough.
1: Here's what I'm going to do for you, OK? I'm yep. going
0: to guess those seven teams, right?
1: Right? Okay. right? And if I get any of them wrong, I'll pay for the next Soju Fest dinner, Right? Or you can go in the away end some <laughs> <laughs> So the seven teams are obviously FC Seoul. Yep. Obviously. Yep. sub Blue Wings, without a doubt. Petulant little babies that they are. They will have complained, right? Okay. Pohang will have complained. Yep. Right, that's three. I'm struggling, right? Ulsan, uh, because... Well, Ulsan may not have complained because of Shinde, to be perfectly honest, right? Okay. So I'm going to say definitely those three have complained. Definitely Joannam have complained, because they, like, okay. kind of... Little brother, big brother syndrome. Um, where are we up here? We're only four now, right? Yep. God, Sol Nam would never have complained. No, it's five
0: now, if, you say, if you're including John Nam.
1: Nam is five. Uh, fans of Guangzhou, they complain? Have they got fans? Okay. Uh, yeah, maybe he did complain, that one guy. Uh, and my last one is going to be, yeah, I guess, Oh uh, must have, Jeju must have complained, yeah.
0: Okay. Um, the, the What I can remember, Sol... Of course. Pohang. Of course. Busan. Okay, yeah. Pusan. Pusan won the Classic? The fans still unhappy about it.
1: Oh, that, oh
0: you, you could have said across the board, I'd have said Pusan definitely. Suwon FC. Really surprised at that. No, no mention of the Blue Wings. Okay. Um, I think the other two were... Well, you had to look at it and say Daegu probably because they were
1: affected by it. No, no, no. Goyang might have been affected by it.
0: I want um, to say Koyang, I'd have to actually check. Koyang would have been in the league at the same time then, and <clears throat> potentially. Maybe, I forget the other one.
1: Okay. So, Busan Hyundai fans protesting against John Book Hyundai. Okay. So what is the, the, what is the, not the goal of the protest, because obviously the goal is just to complain, but what is the
0: procedure, like how are they going to protest? They just sent a letter to the K League saying, signed by the different fans, saying that this is what's happened. So will there be like like official banners again, or? I think I think the banners will be going on um, continuously for for the next uh, however long. Okay, I mean obviously next week sees like next Wednesday sees the second leg of the of the the ACL match. John Book coming to Seoul. Uh, Uh, Do you think? Ten second preview. Well, do, let's so, think about the So fans. will so we'll lose on the day and on aggregate. Yep. Okay. Uh, will the so fans put banners up then, or how will the AFC feel with it?
1: Because uh, uh, like you have a big issue with like political banners and so on. Are The AFC the same. Do you think if they put up the banners, will the AFC fine Seoul
0: for political uh, messages? I, I'm not sure what the, what the fans are thinking about that game. Um, I'm sure they'd want Shit, to. don't want it to happen. <laughs> I <laughs> think they're <laughs> thinking. <laughs> I think because it's the opposition of Chumbuk, they will want to put their banners up and I think the club will be more proactive in stopping them because it's a, an AFC tournament rather than a, a domestic tournament. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we'll see what happens.
1: Okay. Okay, sweet.
0: Okay, so I guess the last thing so we can wrap up everything up then. We
1: talked about preview of that game. That was a quick 10 second preview. So we're out. Uh, next up, I guess, is the is the is the first post split. Uh, every time I write or say post split, I actually want to write post apocalypse. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know why I keep thinking of Terminator Two. Keep seeing you know like when she went from being really hot in Terminator One to being really ugly in Terminator Two. But anyway, I mean, um, presumably you're looking forward to the Walking Dead coming back in a couple of weeks. Uh, I am, so I can get back to my blog, The Walking League Dead, because you can't write it when it's not on. Um, so yeah, so this week. I guess we'll start with the championship group. We did talk about how they're mixing them up this time, which I think is a good idea. So you have some championship group and some relegation group on the same day.
0: Hmm?
1: So we've talked about whether or not they're going to mix them up. Yeah. But are they, so are they going to have championship on one day and relegation on another day, or are they going to mix them up this it's time? M- right? Properly mixed up, yeah. Probably mixed up. Okay, so we'll just... So will we start with the championship group? Uh, okay. Okay, so first up we have John Book Jeju... Um, That's on Saturday. Score draw. Score draw. Yeah. Also on Saturday, at 3 p.m. Seoul Ulsan.
0: 10 nil win. <laughs> That's a nothing each draw. It was two all last time out, right? When Seoul dominated Ulsan for about the first hour. I see technically it was nothing each last time out when Seoul brought the game forward because of the ACL. But anyway, the game before that it was two each. Yes. That was the game that they brought forward. It ended two all because they played it played on their own like. Beginning of well, that finished September. nothing east. That finished tall.
1: Well, but the next one was nothing east. Then right? There was everything oh that was Jeju. There was nothing east. Yeah. Oh, well, they were doing. I was on holiday. <laughs> I was on vacation. I was thinking side that outside. Okay, yeah. So that was two east, right? So dominated and no simple to back. So what do you think this time?
0: Uh, uh, hard to say because it depends how how seriously Huang someone's treating the ACL match midweek, right? Mm. Whether he decides to. Rest a few players, or uh, most of the players that have been resting for the last couple of weeks. So, how how prepared they are?
1: Uh, I'm going to say score draw. Score draw. Score draw. I'm going to agree with you that John Book judges a score draw as well. So the top four teams are going to draw each other. Okay, that's what I think. Uh, the other game in the championship group is Sangju versus Chunnam. That's frankly, I don't care. Okay, but for the for sake of the podcast. Two um, nil away win. That's going to be a 0-0 draw. No, nope. Am are going to win that one. Sanji you have nothing in the team anymore. Okay. So my money's on Johnham. Okay.
0: Uh, and then down to the the group that matters. The relegation group, as it's called on Sockaway. Yeah, uh, the group that matters. Relegation group.
1: Yeah, I can see that can be it but it's still the group that matters. Um, up on a Saturday we have the the massive Pohang versus Suwon Blue Wings game. Home win. Uh, home win, home win and the blue wings will be on squeaky bum time but I'm going to say home win as well but that's on a Saturday and I really think if that happens blue wings are going to go to pieces because that would be them really kind of in amongst in amongst the the battle yeah. um, Sunday we go to Songnam vs Incheon we are hoping for an away win right? well if blue wings have lost then I'll go for a home win <laughs> blue ones are won then I'll go for a away win <laughs> no, uh, that one I think is going to finish a draw anyway. Okay. I think Sonam are the better team, but right now they're, they're all over the place. So, on oh, no, okay. 1-0, 1-0 victory. Slight, tight home win. Uh, and the final game in the group is Suwon, good Suwon versus Gwangju.
0: Uh, I'm going to say home win. Um, yeah, Suwon have been playing pretty well recently. <laughs> um, so I'll say home win. So that would
1: push Suwon. If if Songnam beat Incheon, and Suwon beat Guangzhou, that would push Suwon off the bottom, I think, and then it would bring them right within Blue Wings' grasp. Okay, so we've already talked about what the challenge games were. We also know about they are coming up. So we kind of uh, briefly we'll, we'll do: Eland watch for for the rest of the season. Yeah, uh, and we'll do Bhutan watch. Butch on watch. So, so boot on until they can until they can't win it and Eland until they can't get a playoff, yeah? Yeah. Okay. So I guess because we're doing Butchon Watch and we're doing Eland watch, the outro music is gonna be Baywatch Watch?
0: <laughs> okay.